Welcome to a features edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette podcast. My name is Laura Hightower. I write for the features department here at the paper, and I'm joined today by Julie Gable. Hello. Who is directing the upcoming Arts Live show, Junie B. Jones, The Musical. She's also a teaching artist at Arts Live as well as Bittenville's Trike Theater. So you, uh, your niche is children's theater right now. You are really it in it. And we are also joined by Fayetteville's foremost Junie B. Jones uh, superfan and expert, eight-year-old Emmy Fletcher. Hi. <laughs> Emmy, in, in full disclosure, Emmy uh, also lives in my house and is my daughter. So there's a little bit of nepotism going on in the show today, but she um, is a real big fan of Junie B, and I thought she might give us a little insight into what uh, kids like about the character. So Julie, let's just start with you, if you don't mind. Um, Junie B. Jones is one of the most popular children's literature characters ever created. Uh, Barbara Parks wrote her Junie B. Jones books over the span of about three decades. They collectively spent over 180 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list and sold over 60 million copies in North America alone. Um, and, uh, so I would say she's a pretty, pretty popular character and this isn't your first brush with Junie B. Jones. Right. And I, I had heard of Junie B. Jones several years ago. I had heard of Junie B. Jones and I was asked to direct a straight play called Junie B. Jones, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. And <laughs> it, uh, it set in Christmas time or the holiday <laughs> it's time. It's obviously a it Christmas theme. Time. Yeah. <laughs> and so I did my, uh, research at that time and found out that I loved her so much. She reminds me so much of myself in so many ways. She's a bit of an every woman um, in that respect. Yes. Um, I read a quote from Barbara Park. She said, I've never been sure whether Junie B's fans love her in spite of her imperfections or because of them. And uh, so I'd like to ask Emmy maybe what, you know, she started reading Junie when she was around five or six. What was it that made you read the first one and go on to read 25 more? (laughs) Um, Well, I haven't read all of them, um, but the reason I started reading her again, um, her books again, um, is because she's weird and crazy like me and my brother. She's just so cool. Do you recognize yourself in some of the things that Junie B. does in her books? Yes. Yeah. I think she's, uh, that goes back to what Miss Julie is saying. She's very relatable and someone that you can sort of see yourself in. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about the book material that the musical, so the if I understand it, right. they pull from four There were four books. books. That is correct. And um, the, the, it brushes just on the themes of, of those four books. And one of them was about when you discover that your best friend has found new best friends. And then reaching out to others and friending others. And then um, another one is where Junie B is having trouble seeing the blackboard. And so it was in question, does she need glasses? Um, And then one was her love of the lunch lady, Mrs. Gutsman. And she loved Mrs. Gutsman, loves Mrs. Gutsman. (laughs) And then Jenny B, this is when I've talked about every woman. It's so interesting. She wants to be the star all the time in everything she does. Mm -hmm. I get that. 
<laughs> How about you, Emmy? You get that? You, yeah. <laughs> Does that yeah. sound like someone you know, Emmeline? And so it's it's yeah. it's it's learning those lessons of taking your turn in the spotlight, sort of thing. And so those are the 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 different themes that are touched upon in in the musical. And all four of those are so universal experiences that I mean, I know even at eight years old, she's experienced losing friends and you know mm-hmm. and the difficult things that they go through right. and hurt feelings. Yeah, right. So so when you read about Junie B. Jones in a situation where maybe she lost a friend or she was struggling with someone who who didn't like her, did it help you to read those books? Um, a little bit. Not. I still struggle with people, but. But did reading her experiences sort of make you feel less alone about it? Yes. And um, we we talked a little bit on the way over here. Junie B. Jones is a girl. You're a girl. Is the reason you like Junie B. Jones because you're a girl? Do you think? Um. No. I think all boys and girls should read her books. Like my brother, he's a lot like Junie B. Jones. He's crazy. He's um. Very, very, very funny. <laughs> he is pretty funny. Uh, and, and, and another thing that I read when I was doing the research for the story that I wrote about this, um, she's actually been on the list of a few banned books. Some There have been some movements to get her out of libraries. You know, it's so interesting. I, I had heard that. I didn't, I didn't really know if that was true or not. Yeah. Um, but it seems like... If you're making a wave in the world, there are going to be a lot of yes-sayers and a few naysayers. So, um, I've forgotten the quote exactly, but it used to be, well, if they're fighting you, you must be doing something There you right. go. You know. <laughs> That's true. Well, and, and when I read what the what the complaints were, they, they complained that Junie B. Jones um, didn't use proper grammar or that she sometimes did wrong things. Right. But as Emmeline explained to me, to, she Emmeline told me that she really learns lessons from the bad things that Junie B. Jones does. And did you want to tell that story about the one that you remember the most? Um, so... <laughs> Junie B left one of her things on the playground, and when she came back, they were gone. And later she went to the Lost and Found, and she found a little teddy bear backpack, and she was like, oh, I want this so bad, and as a replacement for my gloves and hat. And um, they were like, no, you cannot take that. And then when she walked out of the office, she actually found a colored pen, um, that wasn't her. So she started to get bonded with it, but, um... She started to get bonded with it, did you say? Yeah. Oh. Um, but then she was like, no, I don't want other people stealing from me, so I better go mm. give this to the Lost and Found. And after that, she was so proud of herself, and it was just like, yay! For <laughs> so, making those strong choices. Mm-hmm. Right. And that lesson really stuck with you, because you were able to just bring that right up when I asked you if you'd ever learned anything from a Junie B. Jones book. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the music for this? Did they, um, about a dozen songs or? There are more than that. Yeah, I think, Anna, don't quote me. Okay. I think there are 14 songs. Okay, all right. And then there are some songs in the transitions. So it's a lot of singing, a lot of dancing. Um, And, And, uh, of course, there's Mr. Scary is in the story. And uh, her friends, Lenny, and, of course, Herb, her. 
new best friend. Yeah. And Sheldon and and Jose and Lucille and so anyway, the gang. All it, the fan it, favorites. Yes, all the fan favorites are there and um the uh music was created especially for this musical. And something I noticed and unless I was looking at it incorrectly, I believe it was written all by women. Oh. Which I Oh that's unusual. Love. Yeah. <laughs> that you don't see that I every day. And he likes that. But approves. the imperfections of Junie B that you were talking about, yeah. I think that is one of the reasons that Emmy loves her and that's why I love her too. The the vulnerability that she that if you know a first grader that she she this uh, in this story of the musical it's her first day of first grade and so it takes us through that first first year and the the lessons she learns the imperfections she has are relatable to adults mm-hmm. as much as to children because we she's so vulnerable in her in her the way she approaches life and she's not afraid to be big and like we were talking about earlier everything's either perfect or it's terrible Mm -hmm. and (laughs) we all try to find that balance we don't always succeed yes and when we when we read a book about a character who is struggling that and see ourselves in it then it sort of helps us reconcile and get to that sort of nice level where we can say oh Junie's going a little over the top here then we look at ourselves and think well I do that too so that's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons it's relatable yes um what about her kindergarten state um, is well. That's not covered in this musical. Oh, not in this particular gonna... one. They okay. they started it. She refers back to kindergarten okay. because that's what she knew. That's that's her her history with her best friend that she had in in kindergarten. So she does refer to her kindergarten days. So you have about thirty kids in this. You said yes, thirty. Some odd, and I, I said when I yes. said, "Oh my goodness!" You said that's not even that's a small cast for me. That's not well, even it, my it, biggest. It, 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 it's 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 medium. It is well. It's probably uh, it is on the lower end. Oh yeah. Um, because I like to be able to offer as many as experience to as many young people as possible, and depending on the musical um, itself and the demands and all of that, um, and also when you have. So many people audition. It's like you hate to turn down yes. so many um, young sure. ones. Yes. And that's so difficult. So, But there's always a show around the corner because Arts right. Live is doing so much all the time. There's always another show right around the corner. You guys really do. You're very consistent with the shows. And the reason you have so many kids auditioning is because you've become one of, one of the most popular yeah theater options for kids who are into that. And so I thought we could talk a little bit about, and you and I have had this conversation, um, and it's one of my favorite topics to talk about. Uh, We've seen study after study that shows that arts in general, but theater arts specifically, um, can help improve kids' grades in non-arts related classes, but also uh, builds on those soft skills that we think are so important. Just the things that aren't usually taught in classrooms, like punctuality, team building, diplomacy, that sort of thing. Can you, you've certainly had enough experience to, to know whether or not that's well, true. And, and also, I grew up as a child in the arts. I started out with dance and so kind of ran the gamut with dance and playing an instrument and choir and orchestra and all of that. And so I, and being a part of something that's bigger than yourself, 
I and I think that's why I enjoy theater so much because I love the the collaboration that you have in an orchestra that you have in theater and you know solo work is great but that that making something together is so powerful and giving those that those experiences to young people and building the skills of just simply controlling your body controlling your voice using your your imagination giving that freedom to use mm-hmm. your imagination to use your focus and your teamwork yes what do you want to well, add sweetie um who's playing Jenny B. Jones her name is Lola and she is, I um, believe she's in middle school, maybe junior high. Sorry, Lola, I'm yeah. not exactly sure. And she was, uh, I've worked with her before. Was she was she your original Junie B. Jones and Jingle Bells Batman Smells? No, that was several years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and so, and that was up at Trike. Oh, okay. And we had a double cast, so I had two Junie B. Jones. Oh, yeah. For that You've one. Worked with a lot of Junie B's at this I point. I have, <laughs> I have. Um, yes, but, but I, I love yeah, what but, you said. But all about of that, you know, uh, building those skills and being punctual. Yes. Taking instructions, learning to um, to work together, to cover each other's back. You know, so that it it's some of the similar things that you learn in sports, you know. That's, And yes. having a great, you know, having a good attitude, if even if you lose, even if something goes wrong, and, and helping each other and working together. And so we're... And becoming a community. Yes. You know, and learning how to become a community. Yeah. And working towards a, a greater mm-hmm. goal, all of you together. It's such I a do. And then using thing. your imagination to be able to become another character. Yes. Because it's as, e- it's as simple as acting is pretending to be someone or something else. And Emmy knows that because she's done that. She's done it once or twice. Yes. Yeah. So I would really encourage uh, any parents out there who think what Julie just said sounds uh, like a great opportunity for their kids to go to the Arts Live website Mm -hmm. because there are summer classes are coming up. They are. And this is the first year that Arts Live is also having a... Um, a musical theater production camp. Oh, so they'll and there's an audition for that, and it's coming up. I may get the dates wrong, so please check Arts Live's website. But the auditions are coming up, and it's for Willy Wonka the musical, and it's from third to twelfth graders, and I believe the auditions are May. 11th and 18th but please go to the website because i don't really trust my yes that sounds like a fantastic opportunity and and this show um will open on may 2nd at 7 p.m the second or the first i I bet you i wrote down the second so fingers crossed Mm -hmm. it's the second um it runs 7 p.m may 2nd through the 4th and then 2 p.m on may 4th and 5th which is that saturday and sunday of that weekend right and it takes place at art center the ozarks in springdale that's 214 Main Street in Springdale. Tickets are $10 for kids, $15 for adults, and you can call 521-4932 to ask additional questions or reserve your tickets. It's about 50 minutes long, I yes. think. So it's a sweet... Between 50 minutes to an hour. That is the sweet spot for kids, I think. It's yes, a perfect absolutely. amount of time, especially when there's music involved to keep them down. Thank you so much for coming in, Julie. Well, thank you. We and really thank you, Emmy. It. Is there anything you want to add? 
What a thing for free. <laughs> no, you know what? We'll pay and support the theater. How about that? Woo-hoo. She, When I asked her if she would do this podcast, the first thing she said was, wait, can we go see the show? And I said, yeah, I'll probably Absolutely. end up taking you to it. I hope you can. Thanks to both of you for coming in and chatting with Thank us. You, I really Marco. appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye.